Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Unsung Stories. Today we are joined by Susanna. Susanna is a young mum with two little ones, lives in Queensland and is an artist and graphic designer. I really love Susanna's Instagram account, which is Susanna April. And I have been really encouraged by the way that she uses her creativity and the gifts God's given her to spend time with Him and to meditate on His Word. I'm really encouraged by today's story and how life is much more mundane than what she expected. She anticipated serving God in big ways, traveling around the world, being on mission. Um, But what God has called her to is... 15-minute radius of North Brisbane, where her and her husband are serving in their local church. He's the youth pastor, and it just doesn't seem as grand as what she anticipated, but that God is still working in and through her life, even though it's not how she planned it to be. But let's jump into today's story and hear more of Susanna's story. Hi, Susanna, and welcome to Unsung Stories. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Laura. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more, could you tell us a bit about you and your family and just what everyday life looks like for you? Yeah, my name is Susanna. I'm 28 and I live in North Brisbane. My husband is a youth pastor and a teacher. I have two beautiful kids, two and six months old. When I'm not doing mum life, I'm an artist and a graphic designer. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I've seen some of your art. It's really beautiful. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks fun. I was actually watching one of your reels just last night when I was having a look at your account and I really liked how like, you squirted water or something onto the canvas. I was like, oh, that looks great. <laughs> yeah, it's so therapeutic. It's good for my heart. So That's great. I'm glad you have something like that. So before you had kids, what did you want your life to look like? Yeah, when I was younger, I really wanted to do big things for God and especially missions and traveling the world to serve him. That was really something that was on my heart. So before getting married, I spent a few years with YWAM, which is a young person's missions organization. It stands for Youth with a Mission. Once my husband and I got married, we traveled and we did missions for a while. I have a really big heart for the world and for social justice. In 2016, we felt God call us back to Brisbane, which is where I grew up. And my husband, he stepped into a youth pastor role, which was always a dream of his. I was really supportive and I desperately wanted to be obedient to God and to really follow what he was saying to us. And I knew this was him, like I knew it was. But it was such a huge wrestle for me to come to a place of acceptance about it because it wasn't really what I pictured growing up. Like I thought missions, the world, traveling, it just was so glamorous to me. And And here you are back in your own hometown. (laughs) Yeah. Like I just was like the 15-minute radius that I go around is just not very glamorous. (laughs) Not that I want the glamorous lifestyle, but I just love the world. But yeah, it's definitely not the life I saw myself living, but journeying through this life change and the wrestle has really marked my life in the best way possible. I've come to realize 
that my yes to him is the most valuable thing to have to offer. My yes to him is valuable in the exciting ways, but I think where it really means the most is in the small world loving that person in front of me ways, like the, the stopping and the looking at the one in front of me. It's about laying down my life every day in those mundane moments and loving Jesus radically, even when my world doesn't necessarily look radical. Mm. It's been a big change, but it's really been good for me. Yeah, that's really good. How do you feel like your relationship with God has changed since you became a mum? So what was it like before and what's it like now? Before having kids, I really loved my alone Jesus time. And yeah, it was such a precious gift to me. It was really foundational to my faith. And I'm only two and a half years into my motherhood journey, but it's really hard to carve out that time with God. I don't know how long-term moms do it. It's just, it's hard. I just, I feel the kindness of God, hey, like all the time. And he just, he teaches me and he teaches us as mums, molds our hearts in the little snippets of time that we can get. And I think it's been a huge lesson for me to release my expectations and my plans and my desires to God. To really trust that my dreams and my desires for these big things belonged to him first. My job is just to steward the part of the story that's like right in front of me. Mm. Right now, that's two very little needy humans that really need me. It's a really beautiful honor to do that. I've given them my wholehearted yes. And so that's what I'm saying yes to right now. (laughs) That's beautiful. It's so hard sometimes, but I love it too. Like, I'm so grateful. My life doesn't really look how I thought it would. And there have been many times where I'm, and often still are, I'm like stuck in the mundaneness of my suburban Australian life. (laughs) But God shows up in the beauty of my kids and he shows up in the mess of my house. And I just feel him whisper gently in my ear that it's time to re-surrender. The word he gave me for this year particularly was messy surrender, which fits so well with this process um, of letting go of my expectations because it has been a messy process. But it's also shaped my heart and given me so much purpose to see God in my everyday. One example of this was my son's pregnancy and my second child. Mm. I wasn't expecting to fall pregnant and it was a really hard time emotionally. Oh, like, that is hard. It was like a dark cloud just covered me. I was really in denial that I was pregnant. I didn't have any vision or purpose for how God could use me, even though being pregnant is a really beautiful thing. Mm. And I really struggled to manage my toddler. In my pregnancy, God gave me a promise from Psalm 23, and he said, which the first verse says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Mm. And that was such a promise that I held on to, and it was a promise that he would always be enough for me and my family. Mm. I felt like I could hear it on loudspeaker repeat in my mind throughout my whole pregnancy, saying like, Susanna, you lack nothing. Mm. And it was really pivotal um, for us, and we named our son Jaira, which means God is my provider, coming out of that season. That's really beautiful. I've been memorising Psalm 23 lately because I I love that I lack nothing. I lack nothing. That God is my shepherd. And there's such this beautiful picture that's going on of like right up front, God's leading me. God's my shepherd. I lack nothing. But then he's making me lie down in green pastures and leading me beside quiet waters and restoring my soul. When you actually think about that is beautiful. Yeah. It it acknowledges that you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And during those valleys, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then it's talking about how God, Jesus, preparing a table before God. Just this beautiful picture yeah such a good promise hey yes it's such a beautiful promise that he's providing and caring and shepherding us that whole whole time time. and I think the thing that has 
really spoken to me the most is I just felt like he stamped that psalm for me as this is my psalm of provision. Mm. Like This for me is you are coming through for me, Lord. I actually wrote it up um, on a banner and put it on my son's wall in the nursery. I've memorized it so many times now because I read it every time I feed him. And it just feels like this banner over his bed. It's like a banner over his life. Mm -hmm. And it's something I wrestled with during pregnancy, but it's been such a promise. Yeah, Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. As you were saying, the dark clouds, that hardness that you were feeling during pregnancy, that is life. We're going to have those seasons of walking through the valley of death and Mm. hardness and suffering like this world is not gonna as we know with the last few years and what's going on in the world at the moment God is with us what a reminder that amen just like Jaira he's our provider God is our provider we lack nothing such a good promise Mm. yeah totally he really did come through for me. My community rallied around me. I accepted that I wasn't in control and that Jesus was well, most of the time. I laid a legacy for my family of trust in Jesus in a time where I felt like I was barely trusting. I was literally just clinging on to that promise of Psalm 23 that he had spoken. I knew it to be true and I knew he had proven it to me in the past. My history with God really carried me through that time, which is just, yeah, I'm so grateful for that. My relationship with God is not really what I thought it would look like post-kids, but He's really given me such a beautiful life and it's such a gift. And yeah, it's one I try to wholeheartedly lay down and surrender to Jesus every day to use me for his glory. Yeah, it's not necessarily the mundane. Yeah, you said before about your expectations pre-kids when we think, oh, what will it be like? Oh, I thought I was going to be running Sunday school lessons every day and having these kids that were amazing little Christians. But the beautiful moments have been the ones where my kids are choosing to follow Jesus for themselves or mm-hmm. where it's madness and then all of a sudden we're talking about these great biblical truths and that's what happens in those mundane as you live out life together mm. as people who follow Jesus. Um, it's far from my grand plans and expectations of what yeah. mothering as a Christian would look like. But Yeah, yeah and I really think that like that wholehearted yes to God in every single moment, in the big things and in the little things. It actually, it marks our kids for that in their future too. It models what it truly means to follow Jesus. And the way you just said wholeheartedly, yes, makes it sound amazing. But half the time, I think it's more of begrudging. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll do what you, I will be obedient to you. I will follow you in this moment. But Yes, maybe I should. I'm going to wholeheartedly, yes, follow Jesus. I think also I just, I sometimes I say wholeheartedly because I'm willing my spirit and my heart to come on, be wholehearted, <laughs> give it all. That's lovely. Yeah. Oh, I'm really encouraged and really appreciated your reminder there. As you were talking, I was thinking how I find it so easy to slip into thinking that my plans are the ones that are going to impress. I think for me, it comes back to choosing to realign my heart with God. My sole purpose is to love and be loved by him. And when things feel skewed, that reminder is my anchor and nothing else really matters. Mm -hmm. It's still so hard to prioritize carving out time with him though, like so hard sometimes. But there are two ways I've found that really help me be with him. So the first thing is that I found that it's all the little choices I make that draws my heart back to him. Sometimes giving up a nap to pray or staying up late to journal, um, being led by the spirit and giving God my yes in those moments The little choices we make to choose him in our day feels insignificant, but 
it's like a beautiful sacrifice of praise to him. And I know God's heart just smiles when we choose him. One story from the Bible that has really shaped my perspective about this um, and about spending time with God has been the story of Mary of Bethany, the woman who poured her expensive extravagant oil on Jesus uh, as a lavish gift to him. And for me, my baby's nap time is often that extravagant oil. It's a, it's a <laughs> gift I can give him. <laughs> Sometimes it's so hard to give it to him and I begrudgingly, but yeah, I never regret it. So I, I try and do that once a week at least. And the second is really carving out intentional time in my week. I love to paint and spend time with God while I'm creating. It really breaks up the mundaneness to be creative, I've found. It's really good for my heart and it's therapeutic as well. (laughs) And it's quiet (laughs) at night. And, yeah, I also head to a prayer and worship night, kid-free, try to, once a fortnight. And that does a lot of wonders to my heart. I, I also try to get into the Bible every week. And how would you encourage the mom who just loves Jesus but is just wrestling with the, her own heart struggles and the hard things that are coming up in this season? Yeah, I was thinking about this question and I really just felt the best encouragement that I could ever give is that he is the best encourager and no one else can hold your heart and your struggles better than so. Yeah, talk to him. He's listening. He wants to hold your heart and he wants to walk alongside you. And next time you're staring at the sink full of dirty dishes or the pile of laundry and you feel overwhelmed, just close your eyes and take a deep breath and ask the Holy Spirit to meet you there in that mundane moment. Yeah, surrender it to him. He's always speaking. And it's moments like this, he will meet you. That's really beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing snippets of your story with us and being vulnerable and sharing how this life isn't what you thought it would be and how you struggle with the mundaneness because I think that's something that is such a huge part of motherhood that we don't really talk about. Would you mind wrapping up today's show by praying for the mums who are listening? Yeah, totally. Lord, I just ask that you would just meet every mum right now, whatever they're doing in this moment, Father, that you would meet them and speak to them and encourage them and whatever mundaneness is yelling at them and trying to steal their joy, Father, I just thank you that, yeah, you have an amazing plan and purpose for our lives. And I just pray, Father, that every mum that listens to this right now would see that in her day, see that in her kids, and would have her heart realigned to you. Amen. Amen. 